Hey everyone, you're listening to God's Whole Story, a podcast of Worship Center. We know just how hard it is to read God's Word and understand it, so we decided to read the Bible chronologically this year and talk about it together. Thanks so much for joining us. Hey everybody, welcome to God's Whole Story. My name is Ryan. I'm here today with Chelsea and Gigi. Woo! Uh, I'm really excited to have Gigi with us. She does not look excited. She, she may or may not be just as excited. Uh, so Gigi, since you've never been on, why don't you just introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about what you do here. Okay. My real name is Glenda, but everybody calls me Gigi because I am a great grandmom. Um, facilities, I truly believe, holds the church together. Even though we're only a part of the church, we're that branch that holds everything together because we set up, we tear down, we make sure it looks beautiful when you come. We minister to people. We do all kinds of things in the facility department. We're not just one facility department. Yeah, that's good. Thankful for you guys. (laughs) Super thankful. I love how you you said about being on the floor and being like one-on-one with people to minister. Yeah. Well, when people are here, when we have different things going on, like we cater to funerals, we cater to business meetings, we cater to sometimes on Friday nights, TLR, I have singing, worshiping. So when we're here... Some of us choose to cater to people who are on the floor. You under, I can't explain it unless you see it. Uh-huh. No, I know it, what you're talking about. It's just like Jesus. They seen Jesus and didn't believe. You got to see it to believe it. <laughs> you know, that's actually one of my favorite things that I see at Worship Center, actually, is the facilities team oftentimes. Like you're praying with people. Yes. I know you're talking to people. I know that there's a very high level of care for people that comes mm-hmm. out of our facilities team. And it is very, very cool to see um, how much ministry happens um, from our facilities people. Because I think it's pretty easy to assume like, oh, it's like the table people. It's like, mm-hmm. no, 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 no. Yeah. The cleanup crew. There's a lot is, more going on yeah. with our right. team. Uh-huh. And I would say a lot of people on your team are... Very, have like this gift of intuition. You yes. guys are very intuitive about who needs prayer and who needs care and all those things, and you act on it. So very appreciative of your team. Not just saying yes. that. And on many levels, I'm appreciative. See how we're loved. <laughs> you are. <laughs> I mean, you're oftentimes mean to me, but you're nice to a lot of other people. I feel loved by Gigi. I don't know about Ryan. <laughs> Gigi's always giving my kids candy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Love the kids. <laughs> Just not kid-friendly. <laughs> Are you uh, honestly same? <laughs> how many parents feel the same way? <laughs> um, all right. So we are uh, – we're in John. Actually, we're in John. We're in Luke today. Um, there's a lot of, man, I just feel like I'm saying this about the gospels all the time, but there's a lot of big passages in this today. We're going to get the good Samaritan story. Uh, we're going to get something similar to like the ask, seek, knock passage. Mm-hmm. Uh, it shows up a couple times in the gospels. Um, so as we're reading over this, uh, what stuck out to you guys? What did you notice? Um, I, well, my, the thing that I noticed is more towards the end. Uh, so, Jesus is teaching about prayer and saying, just like, um, just like you earthly fathers know what to give your children when they ask for something, you wouldn't give them, um, something that they didn't want when they asked for something that they wanted. Um, 
um, our Heavenly Father knows how to give good gifts too. And then what stuck out to me was that that good gift that our Heavenly Father gives us is the Holy Spirit. I think sometimes you can read that passage and be like, oh, I mean, and he does. God does bless us with things. Don't get me wrong. We are immeasurably blessed. Mm-hmm. Um, but the ultimate gift that we get is the Holy Spirit. That is the best gift um, that we can possibly get from God. And I think we sometimes forget that, that we have the Holy Spirit. What else do we need? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you, Gigi? What stuck out to you? Um, you are truly my disciples if you remain faithful to my teachings. And you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Most people don't want to hear the truth, but it goes on to say that they weren't children of Abraham because they didn't believe. Mm-hmm. No matter what he said to them, no matter what he showed them, the miracles that they seen with their own eyes— how can you not believe he is more than what he says he is? Mm-hmm. And that kind of like, it does something to my spirit. Because we don't see in the age we're in, well, we do see. If you really look, you can see God in usually everything. There's times where he steps off and says, you're on your own. <laughs> <laughs> they got firsthand senses, seeing, hearing, Mm. feeling, and they still didn't believe. Mm. And that bothers me because I remember when I was younger, not too long ago, (laughs) when I didn't believe, I was not a believer. I walked the way the world walked until Jesus got me. And he will get you if he wants you. Gigi, what made you believe in Jesus? Um, I believe the fact that I stayed alive from the lifestyle that I was living. Hmm. He kept me alive. He kept having me incarcerated, going to rehabs and all kind of crazy stuff. But the last time, he told me, just as clear as I'm talking to you today and your voice resonates in my ear. He told me, this is it for you. And I truly, truly believed him. Because after I looked, after sitting incarcerated, and after I looked over my life, I could see where he was Mm -hmm. every step of the way for what I could remember. Yeah. So. Yeah. How I'm just thinking about all those people that he healed and, like, cast demons out of. Um all throughout the gospels here and like kind of feeling a similar way of just like, Oh, he's, he's real. He's really God. Mm -hmm. And then these people that are just trying to argue with like tradition and I don't know what else, but just trying to argue with him. And he's just like, you don't understand. I'm actually God and I'm here for you. Yeah. It was easier not to, I believe it was easier not to believe than to believe because if you don't believe means you don't change the way you're living and how you're treating other people. But if you believe, then it's a 380 you got to do. You understand what I'm saying? Yep, I do. It takes a lot to actually completely change what what you're up to and who you are. Right. And who you are inside. And then you have to dig down deep for all the layers mm-hmm. of things that happened to you that yeah. you never dealt with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And that's just part of, yeah. Our journey with Christ is like just constantly right. being 
sanctified and worked on and right. becoming more and more like Jesus. What's that thing he says about the tares and the weed? Or is the tares the weed <laughs> and the wheat? He separates it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what he does with us and the stuff, the junk that mm. we think and feel. Uh-huh. He starts separating it and helping us see what is healthy, what is wholesome, and what is beneficial, uh-huh. and what is not, and let it go. <laughs> yeah, definitely. That's really good. That's good. But you, Ryan, what's it got to you? I mean, I got nothing after that. <laughs> That's good. I could We're listen, done. I could listen to Gigi talk all day. <laughs> You're going to make me actually say something, huh? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I guess if you, look at the, if you look at the full picture of what we read today, it's what gets my attention is that Jesus is saying some very scandalous things. Um, and this, this fits in really well with what you're talking about. Gigi is that Jesus is saying like, I am God over all things. Mm-hmm. If you don't believe that too bad. Yeah. And so he's, he starts out like the, we start out the passage of the reading today with him saying, I am several times. And that would have hit his audience a lot harder than it hits us today. So if you're not, super familiar with the Bible, like um, when God reveals himself to Moses, he says, I am. And it's this very definitive statement. Um, And so for Jesus to quote that, for Jesus to say, I am, Mm -hmm. it is like direct identification with God, perhaps the most scandalous direct identification with God so far. Mm -hmm. Um, And this this infuriates the crowd. (laughs) (laughs) And so Jesus is doing this really interesting thing where he's saying like, He's taking their identity and breaking it down completely because mm-hmm. their identity is like who their dad is. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, we're good to go because Abraham's our dad. And Jesus mm-hmm. is like, well, that doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter who your dad is. And they're like, no, 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 no. Our, our dad's Abraham. He's like, no, <laughs> doesn't matter. And basically he's going about saying like the, the people who believe in him are the true children of Abraham. Mm-hmm. This is super scandalous. He even goes on to say like Sodom is better off than you, which is mm-hmm. crazy. That's actually still pretty scandalous today. Like mm-hmm. if I walk into a church and I stand at the pulpit and I say, you know what? I think Sodom was better off than you people <laughs> in the in the rows today. That's going to be a good way to not hold a job. <laughs> so he... That's going to be a good way to get chased. <laughs> and that's what happens to Jesus. They, they, they chase him and he like supernaturally disappears. Um, they actually call him. What, what, at what point do they say something to him about being like a dirty Samaritan or something? Oh, he, he's a Samaritan devil. <laughs> so this is really interesting too. So if you back out and see what's going on in the whole, the whole thing that we read today, like the people get so upset. They call him a Samaritan devil, which is probably like a super derogatory term. They hate Samaritans. And so I think it's really interesting that in this same reading is the story of the Good Samaritan. Mm. So if this chronological piecing together of the Gospels is reliable, it means that Jesus is actually throwing a story right back at them where the Samaritan devil is actually the good guy. Yeah. Um, and we've heard, the, we've heard the Good Samaritan story probably a lot of times if you're, if you're used to church life, you've been around church for a long time, you've probably heard this story a time or two. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of lost on us how scandalous it is. So Jesus opens up the passages saying like, hey, you guys actually aren't children of Abraham at all. They get ticked off. They call him a Samaritan devil. And then he flips around and tells him a story about how the Samaritan devil is the good guy who honored God. <laughs> yeah. It's very crazy. And to like top that off that the priests and the temple assistants mm-hmm. were the bad guys. They were the bad guys. <laughs> yeah. they, they showed no care or concern for this person who was hurt. And the, the Samaritans were, they, they hated Samaritans. Uh, Samaritans were like a, like a different version of Jewish sort of, um, they believed that this is 
super nerdy extra credit. They believed that uh, Abraham was asked to sacrifice Isaac on Mount Gerizim. And so they built a temple on Mount Gerizim. The, the mainline Jews understood that this had happened on Mount Moriah, which is the temple mount, which is where their temple was. So they actually had like competing temples. And so the Samaritans would go and worship in the Samaritan temple on Mount Gerizim. And the, the Jews would worship in the temple on the temple mount. And so there is this like religious animosity between the two groups. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when for Jesus to say like he is a child, he is the son of God. He is, I am. And for him to break down, like, who cares what mountain you think this happened on? Like, worship me. It's super scandalous. But it's also very cool because it it means that Christ is accessible to all of us and he calls out to all of us. Yeah. I love it. Jesus constantly breaking down walls. Yeah. (laughs) Tearing down everything and then rebuilding it in his name. Mm -hmm. I love it. John 8, 21. Later, Jesus said to them again, I'm going away. You will search for me, but will die in your sin. You cannot come where I'm going. The people asked, is he planning to commit suicide? What does he mean you cannot come where I'm going? Jesus continued, you are from below. I am from above. You belong to this world. I do not. That is why I said that you will die in your sins. For unless you believe that I am who I claim to be, you will die in your sins. Who are you? They demanded. Jesus replied, the one I have always claimed to be. I have much to say about you and much to condemn, but I won't. For I say only what I have heard from the one who sent me, and he is completely truthful. But they still didn't understand what he was talking about, his father. So Jesus said, when you have lifted up the Son of Man on the cross, then you will understand that I am he. I do nothing on my own, but say only what the Father taught me. And the one who sent me is with me. He has not deserted me for I always do what pleases him. Then many who heard him say these things believed in him. Jesus said to the people who believed in him, You are truly my disciples if you remain faithful to my teachings, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. But we are descendants of Abraham, they said. We have never been slaves to anyone. What do you mean you will be set free? Jesus replied, I tell you the truth, everyone who sins is a slave of sin. A slave is not a permanent member of the family, but a son is part of the family forever. So if the son sets you free, you are truly free. Yes, I realize that you are descendants of Abraham, and yet some of you are trying to kill me because there's no room in your heart for my message. I am telling you what I saw when I was with my father, but you are following the advice of your father. Our father is Abraham, they declared. No, Jesus replied, for if you were really the children of Abraham, you would follow his example. Instead, you're trying to kill me because I told you the truth, which I heard from God. Abraham never did such a thing. No, you are imitating your real father. They replied, we aren't illegitimate children. God himself is our true father. Jesus told them, if God were your father, you would love me because I have come to you from God. I'm not here on my own, but he who sent me. Why can't you understand what I'm saying? It's because you can't even hear me. For you are the children of your father, the devil. And you love to do the evil things he does. He was a murderer from the beginning. He has always hated the truth because there is no truth in him. When he lies, it is consistent with his character, for he is a liar and the father of lies. So when I tell you the truth, you just naturally don't believe me. Which of you can truly accuse me of sin? And since I am telling you the truth, why don't you believe me? Anyone who belongs to God listens gladly to the words of God. 
but you don't listen because you don't belong to God. The people retorted, You Samaritan devil, didn't we say all along that you were possessed by a demon? No, Jesus said, I have no demon in me, for I honor my father and you dishonor me. And though I have no wish to glorify myself, God is going to glorify me. He is a true judge. I tell you the truth, anyone who obeys my teaching will never die. The people said, Now we know you are possessed by a demon. Even Abraham and the prophets died. But you say anyone who obeys my teaching will never die. Are you greater than our father Abraham? He died, and so did the prophets. Who do you think you are? Jesus answered, If I want glory for myself, it doesn't count. But it is my father who will glorify me. You say he is our God, but you don't even know him. I know him. If I said otherwise, I would be a great liar as you. But I do know him, and I obey him. Your father Abraham rejoiced as he looked forward to my coming. He saw it and was glad. The people said, You aren't even fifty years old. How can you say you've seen Abraham? Jesus answered, I tell you the truth. Before Abraham was even born, I am. At that point, they picked up stones to throw at him. But Jesus was hidden from them and left the temple. Luke 10, 1. The Lord now chose 72 other disciples and sent them ahead in pairs to all towns and places he planned to visit. These were his instructions to them. The harvest is great, but the workers are few. So pray to the Lord who is in charge of the harvest. Ask him to send more workers into his fields. Now go and remember that I am sending you out as lambs among wolves. Don't take any money with you, nor a traveler's bag, nor an extra pair of sandals, and don't stop to greet anyone on the road. Whenever you enter someone's home, first say, May God's peace be on this house. If those who live there are peaceful, the blessing will stand. If they are not, the blessing will return to you. Don't move around from home to home. Stay in one place, eating and drinking what they provide. Don't hesitate to accept hospitality because those who work deserve their pay. If you enter a town and it welcomes you, eat whatever is set before you. Heal the sick and tell them the kingdom of God is near you now. But if a town refuses to welcome you, go out in its streets and say, We wipe even the dust of your town from our feet to show we have abandoned you to your fate. And know this, the kingdom of God is near. I assure you, even Wickham Sodom... Hey guys, this is Ryan, and I hope you are getting a lot out of God's whole story. Uh, It means a lot to us even as we are reading through God's Word every single day in the order that it happened. Um, If you want to go ahead and follow us, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at God's Whole Story Podcast. Uh, We would love it if you would share this thing with your friends or people that you know, or just share what's sticking out to you. Uh, You can either send us a DM, or you could actually email us at podcasts at worshipcenter.org. You can email us if you have any questions, if something stuck out to you, if you'd like us to pray for you. And if you want a Bible, if you don't have one right now, or if you want a copy of the one that we're using to go through God's whole story, we'd be happy to send that to you. So go ahead and reach out to us in any way that you'd like. We'd love to hear from you. Have a great day.